Welcome to the Winnie and Bill Chat Podcast. This is episode 30. 30! And we're calling this Countdown to 2021. Hello, and welcome to the Winnie and Jill Bill Chat Podcast. Who's Jill? <laughs> Welcome to the Winnie and Bill Chat Podcast. This is episode 30. 30! And we're calling this one Countdown to 2021. Well, welcome. Um, my name is Winnie, and you just heard my husband, Bill, and we are Winnie and Bill. We have a photography business called Quiet Shutter Photo. Actually, it's Quiet Shutter Fine Art and Photography. And you can find us on the web at quietshutterphoto.com. But the way we like to do our podcast is we will put nine photos on our Instagram account, which is Quiet Shutter Photo. And we will talk about those photos, what the backstory is, what was going on in the photo, or any interesting tidbits we have related to that photo. And this week, we're going to talk about we're going to review this past year okay because this past year was one worth reviewing right bill that's a nice way of putting it <laughs> i think everybody agrees that 2020 was a stinker was a stinker before we get going though let's thank anchor podcasting platform it is an online free podcasting platform you can either access it uh, from the web or from a an app you can download to your smartphone. It's free. It's fairly easy. If we can do it, you can do it. Thanks, Anchor. Thanks, Anchor. So 2020 held such possibilities. We had a lot of plans. We had a lot of plans. And I think we should just dive right into our first photo. So um, I think this week, Bill has not seen the pictures that I selected. So he's going to be seeing some of these pictures that I picked out for the first time. Um, so do you see the first picture, Bill? Hmm. Yeah. So in this picture, this was taken New Year's Eve. Um, at we, as we have mentioned a million times before on our podcast, Bill and I are the campground managers for um, a camp and retreat center known as Park of the Pines. And the very first activity here of 2020 was a New Year's Eve retreat, I guess you would call it. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's what it was. Um, a bunch of people gathered together and spent the weekend at the park, spent New Year's Eve. And uh, it was sort of a family-centered activity. So there was a lot of families and a lot of kids. And we stayed up late and the kids made a lot of noise. Had fun. And we had fun. Yeah, we ate snacks and had food and um, played games and made a lot of noise and ran around crazy. <laughs> had a, so, lot of, a lot of good times the we, last day of. 2019 mind you the last day of 2019 was a lot of fun <laughs> so in this picture our very good friend abby and bill are posing at the little photo photo booth station on new year's eve in the lodge well all the kids ran around and had a blast 
Yeah, it was fun. We, we, uh, the kids and the adults both had a good time and ring in the new year in fashion. So my best pictures from New Year's Eve were actually pictures of the kids. All of the kids were having so much fun, but it's um, probably not in good taste or good judgment to post pictures of kids without the permission of their parents and caregivers. So that's why I picked this picture of you and Abby, Bill. Two old kids. Two old kids. Well, one older than the other by far. But Right, right. That would be me, not Abby. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a secret about this picture. This picture never actually happened the way that you see it here. That's why I don't remember it. <laughs> it um, there, Abby had a picture with her little guy, and then you had a picture with Abby's little guy, and I didn't want to use either of those pictures, so I combined both pictures into one so that it was a picture of you and Abby. Well, old Abby and, and I together kid. equal her little guy. So. <laughs> in, in what, energy? or Energy, I think. <laughs> I think we'd have to add a few more adults in there to have the energy of a four-year-old. Maybe mischief. Yeah, I guess Mischief. he was three and a half at New Year's Eve. So, um, so New Year's Eve was a hit. Until. Until. 4 a.m. the next day. <laughs> right. So it never fails. Everything can go run just smooth as can be at Park of the Pines when nobody's here. And then the minute we have a big, exciting activity, something always goes wrong, <laughs> it feels like. So we all rung in the new year. We all had a ball. Um, the kids couldn't wait for, for 12 o'clock so they could all yell and scream and, and use their noisemakers. And, and, and then <laughs> after, did you notice, though, how quickly after 12 o'clock those kids faded? Yeah. They were all they had big they were plans. Spent. They were going to stay up all night yeah. long. They were gonna yeah. <laughs> no, they they were spent. They slowly drove. Yeah, they dozed off. So so uh, you and I left the lodge. Everybody went to their rooms in the lodge, and you and I um, schlepped back over to our house that we live in, and went to bed for the night, thinking, "Yay, one successful activity for the year twenty twenty." And we went to bed, went to sleep, and about 4 a.m., I got a text from someone who said, the power's out in the lodge. And we already knew that. I don't know why we woke up, but yeah. The power was out everywhere. Yeah. Power was out all over the campgrounds. And... uh this just happens every time, it feels like. If it's not the power goes out, then the toilets overflow or there's some crazy thing. Yeah. So, well, it was powers out everywhere because of a tree that went down. Was it windy? Do you recall? Was it, it was, a windy? It night? was a little windy. Yeah. So, um, power went out and um, everybody was sleeping at, for the, you know, at 4 a.m., pretty much everybody was sleeping. So we just kind of let it ride until morning. And then um, for breakfast, we decided that instead of going to the other building that is the kitchen and dining hall, we would just um, make do in the lodge where it was warmest. And we actually did really well. We couldn't have anything you had to cook. No 
scrambled eggs and bacon, but there was quite a bit of breakfast food there that was fine, right? Right. We made it work. We had a big fruit salad. There was donuts and there were There was a lot of coffee cakes and muffins and yeah. Yeah. Juice and. Yeah, it was fine. Everybody seemed to be happy with it. Yeah, I it, it I can't remember how we pulled it all off, but everybody had plenty to eat. Yep. And it was kind of fun to all be, you know, at tables set up in a big square in the in the lodge. And then everybody it one thing that worked in our favor, I guess, is that people were kind of anxious to get out of there. Yep. Well, that was good. Let's go. And then as soon as everybody was packed up and and packing their cars, the power came back on. Yeah. People were already in the go mode. So, yeah, but that was, that was a big uh, weekend. And 2020 was supposed to be such a special year here at Park of the Pines because Park of the Pines celebrated its 100th anniversary. Yeah, we were, we had a big celebration that was going to happen. And uh, there was going to be celebrating all year long. We had such a full calendar of events that were going to be at the park. And, and, uh, well, y'all know what happened. Yeah, but the year started out okay. Other, the year after started the first out. Day, that was the little blurp in it all. The year started out with really good promise. Yeah. So, um, Today, we're going to talk about January and February of 2020, because I think we have six weeks left to do podcasts through, to get us to the end of the year. So um, what else happened in January that we don't have pictures of? I think we had a group of Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. We did. That came and spent um, a weekend at the park. The next week after, after this Was one, it actually. the very next weekend? Yep. yep. We didn't have to have too much to do with that one. They, we just showed them where everything was and and then kind of walked away and left them on their own. But there was one unique thing that happened that weekend. Do you want to talk about that, Bill? I just thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Actually, we had um, uh, I happened to know one of the gentlemen who was in charge of, of the Boy Scout group that was here or the scouting group, I should say, because as when he said, there were Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts here. Um, but the the first night they were here the uh the gentleman that i knew and one of his friends came over they wanted to pay the bill right away which was great and they came over to our house that evening and um they said uh just gotta let you know there was uh one little thing that happened today and we've taken care of it but the boys were playing in the rec hall and they broke one of the windows so, and the windows in the rec hall are, are old. Yeah. And they are um, paned. There's, uh, is there four panes or six panes in each window? Yes. And each pane is a separate pane. I think of, there's four. Pane of glass. It's not like some of the windows you get nowadays that are, look like they're, have, you know, panes with a rail in them. It's one sheet of glass with a wooden rail over top of that sheet of glass. These windows, it's a separate little piece of glass in each square. Right. So the the boys apparently were playing something in the rec hall and got carried away and something went through the window. So they came and got their leaders and fessed up that we've broken the window. And their leaders said, okay, what are we going to do about it? So they turned it into a learning experience. They uh, 
sat down and talked about where would we find a piece of glass to repair this. And uh, they discovered that the Ace Hardware in Boyne City cuts glass. So they took the window, or I think they just took the broken piece of glass out and took... Uh, took the measurement. Took the measurement and went to Ace Hardware. And the gentleman at Ace Hardware that helped him out actually had the boys that were with him um, learn how to cut glass while they were there and showed them how all that happened. And um, they took the glass back to the park here and they put it in and they learned how to glaze a window, which means taking the putty and putting it all the way around the pane of glass and to seal it back in. And then uh, the boys got a home repair um, pin for doing the activity. Badge. Before when it was all said and done. So, I just thought that was the coolest thing. They yeah, took it was a what, win, win, win. It was. It, what they took what could have been a negative experience and turned it into a learning experience. And um, you know, okay, here's our problem. How do we solve our problem? And they learned a skill in the meantime. And but the bigger skill I think they learned is when something goes wrong, A, you deal with it. You don't try to pretend it didn't happen or not take responsibility. And two, how do we solve it? Use some critical thinking and figure it out. I just thought that was the greatest thing. Yeah, they they worked it all. Though it was, it was we were impressed. Yeah, they, I was impressed with that whole group. They had a great weekend, and I think they want to come back. But you know, they well they do. They wanted to come back this fall, but because of COVID, we just couldn't have any groups here. Right, right. So the next activity we had was into February. And Bill, if you click over to the next picture, you can tell us what oh, the event yes. was. This is um, some of the directors of our youth camps here at the Park of the Pines. Um, this picture the in the foreground is a gentleman wearing a poodle skirt. <laughs> uh, and it looks like a nice little cardigan sweater he's wearing as well. But they were having a little dance. <laughs> so every year... Um, I have a little um, job with the Community of Christ that that has three campgrounds in Michigan, and we have youth camps at all three camps. And my job is to work with the camp directors of all of those camps to uh, help them play in their camps, recruit their staff, uh, train their staff, and make sure everybody is appropriate to work on a youth camp staff. And so each year we have a retreat where we do some planning and some learning and some scheming, but we also try to make it a fun weekend. I mean, these camp directors put a lot of work and a lot of time, a lot of heart and soul into their camps. And so it's kind of nice for them all to get together once a year and share their stories about their camps and their fun stories and their crazy stories and, and their heartwarming stories and just get crazy and have a little fun themselves. And you can imagine any kind of a person that wants to be a youth camp director is probably going to be someone who doesn't mind cutting loose and having fun. And certainly not too serious about themselves. They and these are guys not all too had serious. a great time. Yeah. So this particular year we had a dance and we also kind of celebrated Bill's birthday because this weekend landed on Bill's birthday weekend. So we surprised Bill with a little party and uh, everybody was asked, to dance, to dress up for the dance in the um, clothing of their favorite decade of time. So we have our friend Rich here in his poodle skirt. 
Um, I see Jamie behind him dressed probably like an 80s jazzercise girl. Uh, only a little bit. You can see Adam, but he looked like somebody out of the 50s, maybe from like. Um, oh, my goodness. And then yeah, there's the happy days theme. Yeah. And then there's Dane wearing a house coat. <laughs> I don't know whether he was trying to look like Hugh Hefner or what, but man, could sure he bust a move. Did you see yeah. him dancing? Yeah, he can dance. He is pretty smooth dancer. Maybe that's his, maybe that's his dress coat for dancing. <laughs> that's right. And there was a lot more people here than actually, I think, Bill, you can click to the next picture. This is also from the camp director's retreat. Oh, yes. So we had some, some little games. There was uh, one of the camp directors playing some fun little games for our, our dance night party. And one of the games was to see who could blow the biggest bubblegum bubble. So this is a picture of one of our directors, and she's got a pretty good size. Yeah, she had a good one going bubble. on there. Yeah. yeah. So this picture shows her, it's a, a face shot, but most of her face is covered by her bubble, but you can see her lips through the bubble gum. Yeah. That was fun. That was just a really fun night. Yeah, it was. And um, yeah, and exciting. We were so excited for our summer camps to come that summer. Um, a year ago, or I guess now a couple years ago, um, our camps took a little risk and decided that we would not charge campers directly to attend any of our summer camps. So um, we were going to fund our camps through donations. And that meant that parents of campers could donate whatever they felt they could or wanted to, to um, the running of camps. People who did not have campers themselves, but value the program could donate money. And people from our communities where we have our campgrounds could donate to our program. And the first year we did it, it was a big success. We did not have to dip into any reserve funds or anything. We funded our camps. Every kid that wanted to come to camp was able to come to camp. There was no um, differentiation between um, what economic background you had, whether or not you came to camp. Everybody's welcome. And that had been such a big success. And the numbers of our camps have been growing over the years. That's one reason. Also, with all of our camp directors working and, and cooperating together, the quality of our camps have been really good. So um, we kind of felt like we were riding a wave, you know, and this summer was going to be even more spectacular. And of course, COVID decided to show up. So. We are saving our energies for hopefully this next summer. Yep. Planning on a good one for this next year. Yeah. So another thing that happens at Park of the Pines um, throughout the year, actually, is there is an art class that generally meets every Monday. And this next picture, if you get if you click to the next picture, Bill, oh, is yes. a picture from the art class. And on this particular day in February... We had a guest artist who came to show us how to plein air paint. Now, plein air means to paint outdoors. So you're painting from life. And having a plein air demonstration in February <laughs> seems a little. It was supposed to be, and it was a very sunny day, but I believe it was 10 below zero that right. day. Right. Do you remember the day before this happened? You and I had gone over and shoveled all the snow and ice off the deck. Yeah. 
thinking that perhaps the ladies would dress, you know, warm and be able to be on the back deck where the sun hits nicely and and give it a go to paint outdoors from life. But it was very cold. Yeah, it was miserable. So um, this gentleman, it was his choice that to paint inside. He said, honestly, the paints won't even act right when it's that right. cold outside. Right, They probably freeze. And definitely get stiff. Yeah. Um, but this was, I've participated with the art class every year. I feel very lucky that an art class comes to my front door, but um, he was really good at what he does. He's a retired. Um, was he a teacher? No, he was in the medical field and I think he may have been an anesthesiologist, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. And uh, always enjoyed art, art for, um, you know, relaxation, personal hobby. But since he's retired, He's kind of gone at it full steam. And I think that he's quite well known around, you know, the northern states. So he is good. He was very good. Yeah. So that was that was a fun that was a fun time too. all the good things. So the next picture. Yeah. Why don't you talk about this picture? Next picture was also happened in February. I believe this was February 15th. So the day after Valentine's Day is a good day for a wedding. wedding. We had the opportunity to shoot this. Uh, it was a small wedding. Um, and it was actually, they had the wedding and the reception uh, all in uh, Township Hall, about three miles from here. This um, was the coolest little venue. This was a fun little wedding. And they didn't want a big to-do. They just wanted a nice little family and very close friends. And so this was a small venue, a little town hall. Do you think this town hall used to be a schoolhouse? I believe so. Yeah. I would guess it was probably a one room schoolhouse at one time. That's what it looks like. A one room schoolhouse. Yeah. You, you kind of walked in, there was a little foyer where you could hang up your coats and then you walked into the main room. I yeah. think off the back of the main room was a little kitchen. Yeah. And restrooms, I believe. And were restrooms, back there. Yeah. 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 So, um, but it was, this has been, totally redone to my understanding, but in good taste, you know, it still has the character of, you know, an old schoolhouse, but with, you know, the floors have been refinished, the walls have been fresh painted and yeah, pretty much period. I think, and you know, other than the newer light fixtures and stuff that are in there and they even were somewhat dated. Yeah. They, they, they looked like period lights, I think. Yeah. So in this picture is a picture of the bride and groom. Um, and we, we force them to stand sort of static and, and not smile. And they're, they're standing holding hands, but they're between two portraits on the wall, one of Abraham Lincoln and one of George Washington. <laughs> Which neither one of them were smiling either, so we thought we should. Right, right. This was a fun little wedding to photograph, though. We're very close friends with the bride's sister in particular. And we know a lot of the family, so. Yeah, it was it was a good day. It was fun. It was comfortable. I think, yes, there's one more picture of the wedding. If you click to the and next of course, one. February, it usually snows. So. Yeah, and they really wanted to get pictures outside with the snow and the exterior of the of the town hall. And so we went outside and we took, um, we took a lot of pictures, of course. Um, in this picture, though, she... Finally, he, the groom, took his suit jacket off and gave it to 
his bride to put on because it was snowing. It was cold, but it was beautiful. Yeah. So this is a fun little picture of the two of them having a little kiss in front of the town hall and the snow coming down. And another good day in February. Yeah. Do you remember what happened um, with the bell? Mm-hmm. There was a bell tower. There's a bell tower built into this building. And uh, the people who rented the building told the bride, go ahead and ring the bell after the wedding. So she let her, she has uh, some young kids and her nieces and nephews told them to go ring the bell. And, and they did, they jerked the rope down really fast and the bell, I think it rang a couple of times. I but think they, they like, they, they pulled the rope so hard that the bell went over instead of just going back and forth. It like rolled all rolled the way over. over a couple of times. Yeah. And the second time it went around, it stuck up. So the bell is upside down, upside down. And, and we, then the rope jammed. And the rope jammed. We drove by there months later and the bell is still, it's still upside in down. that position. I don't think they figured out how to get it down. I, I wonder if they've even noticed. They may not have because all they, they got to do don't. is get up there and flip the bell. But Yeah, and they probably haven't even had occasion to ring the bell. No, no. I don't know how many activities happen in that little township hall other than voting, which happened recently. Right. But it is a sweet little town hall. I'd recommend that to anyone. It was, it yeah. was good. And it was a sweet wedding. So I, I felt privileged to be the f- photographers for that one. Yeah. So um, our next picture, when I came across it and realized that it had happened in February, We talked about this, I think, on last week's episode. We talked about the picture that got away or the picture that you didn't know where it was or the picture that I had not edited yet or you remember This was one of the ones that I took. I went out um, and it had to be right around the same time as we shot the wedding. But um, one morning I happened to have a day off and it was Saturday morning or Sunday morning. And Bill which, usually but... gets up at two in the morning or two thirty in the morning to go to work at the bakery. And so when he has a day off, sleeping in is five or six AM. Yeah. Which is still way too early for me. Well, I might have slept I must have slept till seven or so that day because the sun was about to come up when I got up and discovered that it was one of those days where there was enough moisture in the air. Everything was frosty. So I thought, I got to go take a ride and see what kind of pictures I can take. And when I was out taking these frosty pictures, I happened to come by um, this um, milkweed pod that was uh, splitting open. And the, uh, the seed pods were just slowly getting blown away. So I, I took a ton of pictures of this, actually. So. But uh, it was kind of cool to catch these individual seed pods just kind of about to take off. It, what is pretty in this picture, I think, is the color and the light. The The morning light is hitting the milkweed, the dried up seed pods. And the sky in the background is, I don't know, a certain kind of blue. So the, the seed pods are nice, warm, yellowy, orange colors. And then the, the blue of the background, it's the colors in it are what impresses me. Yeah. 
So that if you can zoom in on this picture, you can see the detail of the seed pods and everything too. It was pretty cool. Okay. Zooming, zooming. Yeah. You've, you really focused on one little seed and the seeds inside of a milk pod are um, each seed has a little, what'd you call that? Little hairs, little fuzz. Yeah. We used to call it silk. Silk. And I'm sure that that's intended to help carry the seed off somewhere. Yeah, it help it fly it a little further. Flies, yeah. It's like an umbrella that just flies away, like a parachute. Yeah, yeah. So when I came across that picture for February, I thought I'm going to have to include that one, seeing as Bill mentioned it last week as the picture that he wished he'd seen. So another thing about January and February. And I don't remember if this picture was January or February. It probably was February. It's when the lake finally freezes. Yeah, it would have been late January, first part of February. It was late when it froze the last year. This picture is a picture taken from the shoreline on of uh, Park of the Pines on Lake Charlevoix, Lake Charlie Boy. And the lake has pretty much just frozen. This picture is taken at sunset. There's a, a little tree in the, in the foreground. Um, it's really interesting around here when the lake freezes. Lake Charlevoix, is, as we've mentioned before, is an inlet off of Lake Michigan. So it's not just your everyday average inland lake. It's, it's a pretty rough, pretty, pretty big, deep, and, and it can get pretty rough, this lake. So um, even though the house that we're living in is a is a little walk away from the lake. We can often hear the waves from inside of the house. Yeah, and, yeah, it's probably a quarter of a mile away. Yeah, um, and the weird thing is when the ice freezes. For the you guys that maybe not know, the ice makes all these weird noises as it's freezing and and compressing and moving around a little bit. Can you? What's and, what's the noise like, Bill? Can you oh, do I the can't noise? Even. Yes, you can. No. I'll do it. Some of the noise is kind of like this. Like that. Yeah, and it just makes... All, it, and then sometimes there's popping and pows and cracks. Oh, there's some... Yeah, anywhere from those little humming, uh, almost monk-like noises to uh, some pretty severe cracking sometimes, yeah. too. I but, don't... I've never noticed hearing those noises from the house, though. Have you? When it's really, really cold. If you can hear the lake from our house, it's it's probably Super at least cold. 10 below zero. Yeah. Yeah. What I was going to say is once the lake freezes, though, and you don't hear the waves anymore, it's amazing how quiet things and still. Still. I Maybe that's still, a better word. Yeah. Everything feels still. Yeah. It's a, it's a different world. That's for it's sure. It's a whole different world. Last year, when the when the lake first froze, there were lots of areas that were just super shiny, like like glass, um, ice for miles. And you were down at the lake, and you gave me a phone call, and you said, "Get down to the lake. I got to show you something." Because if you skip a rock across the ice, and it seems like this is only works when it's new ice. Yeah, when it first freezes, when it's enough to support a rock on top of the ice. But if you skim a rock, throw it so it skims across that ice, it makes a crazy sound. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and it it's, echo, it's an echo. So bing, you bing, throw bing, the bing, rock bing, and you just go, doo, doo, 
do, 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 That's do, it. Do, 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 do. It's so much it can, fun. And it can go on and on. It's, it's just like you throw the rock out there and it sound just goes and goes and goes. It's pretty fun. It does. That doesn't happen every year either that it, no, it's just, it, if it freezes in a certain way and then the conditions are just right, you can get the, the magic rock sound. I'm zooming in in this picture of the tree and the sunset and the frozen lake. And I see around the tree, there are all kinds of animal tracks. Yeah, the deer still go down to the lake quite a bit. Uh, they're still looking for something to drink. And quite often on the shoreline, there'll be some open water. Yeah, um, so or the, a little crack that or you can... a little can, crack that they yeah. can get into. They also travel across the lake quite a little bit in the wintertime. Yeah, I don't know if these tracks are deer tracks or if there's something else. Maybe a neighborhood cat or dog or something. Or maybe the fox. But that's another thing that's fun about winter is that you can, there's evidence in the snow when you go outside as to what's been happening when you weren't there. In the summer, you would never know if a fox ran across the grounds when you weren't there or if deer passed by and you didn't see them. But in the winter, you get to see their tracks. Yep. And oh, that, there I, was something here today. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so fun to do. Yep. Lots of fun. Yeah, it's a whole different world here in the winter. I love it in years when you don't have a pandemic and people are here and you can point those things out to them and they can experience the campgrounds um, in a whole new way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Winnie, let's go to our last picture. So this was a picture that we took in February, and I believe this was in Sheboygan um, on the other side of the state. And uh, I thought this picture was very appropriate for what was yet to come for 2020 after February. The, the, this was the tell-all for the entire year right now. You know, Bill and I have talked about before how much we love chasing owls and not that's in uh, not in the literal sense, trying to find owls to photograph. Um, and we in particular really enjoy finding snowy owls to photograph. And we'd heard that there were some snowy owls hanging out in Sheboygan. That's where our son and his wife lives. So we went over to visit with them one day. I think we were helping them um, install a new floor in one of the rooms in the house they're in. Yep. And uh, we also brought our cameras because we thought we'd check and see if we could find the owls. And I don't, you know, I don't know what it is I love about owls besides, I mean, they're impressive because of their size and their big heads and their big eyes, but they just seem kind of wise and you know, there's lots of literature that uses owls as the wise owl. Harry Potter uses owls. Um, they're fairly rare as far as that goes. Right. They're not that common. Um, so if you want to think about owls as giving us messages or being wise old owls. This one was given a good message. This one was giving us a message. Things to come for year 2020. <laughs> In this picture, there is a snowy owl. It's either a female or a young one because it has a lot of um speckling on it sitting on a fence post and I'm it's like, given us it's got, literally it's taking a big crap <laughs> i took this picture and i was looking through the long lens and i was snapping pictures away and all of the sudden it let loose um and i didn't know for sure if i had captured that moment but when i got home and put the pictures on the computer definitely I captured the moment. <laughs> Suspended in time. I think he was trying to tell us 
the rest of this year it's is going to be crap. Yeah. <laughs> Even had a bit of a grin on his face. Oh, he's got his eyes are wide open. He's staring <laughs> straight at us like he knew exactly what he was yeah. doing. Oh, have a good look. Watch this. Yeah. You want to see something? <laughs> yeah. So actually, I found this pretty humorous. And I think we've talked about before how we're excited we were another time when we got a photo of a snowy owl coughing up a owl pellet. So now we've got them. On both ends. On both ends. Got the owl coverage. All the so, openings. So, Bill, we usually um, like to end our podcast by talking about the picture we missed, the picture we that got away or we didn't get. Um, Thinking back to things we did in January and February, what picture do you think we got away from us? Hmm. You always ask me this, and I, I rarely know. come up with something. I know. On I really should ask you ahead of time. Yeah. Trying to think what we did. We did a lot of owl shooting pictures. I did not shooting owls. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I can't think either. I, I mean, we kind of covered, we kind of have some pictures at least from all the events. Right, right. And I know we're going to do some the next few months on our next episodes. I th um, Perhaps the picture but, that got away is we didn't get any pictures of the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. It, it, I mean, it really wasn't our place to, but we should have at least volunteered to take a nice big group shot. Group for shot them. or something, yeah. Yeah. Um, just for just for them to have, right. not maybe to share, right. but um, I I wish I'd got some pictures of them taking care of the broken window. Yeah, that would have been appropriate. Yeah, I just yeah. think that was such a great, um, the way they handled it and how that all turned out was just such a great thing. Yes, it was. So stay tuned for the next few weeks. We're going to uh, review the rest of 2020. It gets more interesting and way more different than normal years after February. So uh, tune in next week. Um, maybe I'll give you just a little preview, but um, if you all recall, we all knew kind of about COVID-19 by the end of February, but we didn't really know how big and how terrible it was going to turn out and uh, Bill and I had a vacation plan for March so we went ahead with our vacation and what two or three days into the vacation we got phone calls that things oh. were going to need to be canceled and things yeah, were shutting two down. days into our 10-day vacation yeah. yeah so it changed how we went about our vacation a little bit and we had to do a little bit of um work from from afar to um anyways we'll talk all about that and share with you about our vacation where we went and what we saw we managed to have a fantastic vacation in spite of everything that was starting to spiral out of control that's right we made it work we made it work and we had a great time so be sure to tune in next week when we tell you all about that yes and thanks for tuning in today and i hope you have a great one Great. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.